and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want, where we look at what is it that we truly, truly want. And my name is Jasmine, I'm your host. And today I have a new friend from the UK, Charlie Wall. Hi, Charlie. Hello, Jasmine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Thank you for accepting the invitation of my friend Pam to join us. Yeah, no, that was, I was very honored to be asked. Thank you. So everybody who is listening do not know you. So would you like to just give them a little overview of, you know, what you do just so that they know? Yeah, well, um, of course. Um, I'm a mother to one 22-year-old TikTok sensation. <laughs> really? Really, really. <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, yeah, so that uh, I'm basically a mother to him. He's called Zach. I'm a mother to my fur baby. She's called Asha, the dog. And I live alone now because my son's just moved out in Norfolk in the UK. And I work as a through principles practitioner. I work with women. I have, um, I create female communities. I run retreats. I teach yoga. I, I have, I'm like a jack of all trades, really. <laughs> I know that feeling. It's like, I like that energy. Let's do what we want, right? Everything that makes our heart sing. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I remember many, many years ago when I was at school, we I had a friend and her mom was a dance teacher and I did dance. And I remember her, this friend of mine saying, my mom's done everything. And I thought at the time, like, wow, is that even possible? And now when I look back, it's one of those memories that I really hold dear as like, yeah, you actually can do anything and that's kind of what I've done. Yeah. It's so funny as you say that. I remember my friends, you know, saying things like that to me. Oh, what project do you have now? And what are you doing now? Like, and, and it's so funny. As you were saying that, what showed up was I always took it as a bad thing. Mm. Like they were saying it with a bad intent, but I never really asked them, did that mean, did you make it mean as it was a bad thing? Because now I see that I thought it was a bad thing. You know, mm. when I first started, because I did everything. I sold vacuum cleaners. You know, I had, I, I was a host of the host of a open, mat, open mics and open band nights. I was a singer. I was a um, multi-level marketer at one point. <laughs> You know, like I did a lot of things, you know, and mm. now I see that it just made me who I am today. Like it's a, like the sum of all these experiences got me to where I am today, which is super cool because now my business is booming, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I completely hear you. And I think the other thing that I've really learned over the last few years is that when we're, we're not who we think we are. And so, so many people identify with those labels of I am a whatever that is and I live in this place and I'm married to this person and and we identify with those things and because I've been so many things I've been so many things I've had so many experiences in my professional life and my personal life that 
I can really use that as an example, and I'm sure you can. And when you're saying to someone in the principal's world, you know, is that true? Because we've been so many different things yeah. and done so many different things. And what's true is what's going on now. I don't know if that's my computer doing that. Yeah, it is. Somebody's chatting with you. (laughs) But I've turned it all off. So you're editing this, aren't you? Uh, Well, I will now. (laughs) I'm going to take a note. What time is it? It's 3.40. It started probably about 3.40, but I don't have any apps on and I've got everything on Do Not Disturb. So I don't understand how that's happening. I apologise. I'm going to go check. I'm going to close my stuff too. Did I have anything? Yeah. I've got. Can you still hear me if I turn that down? I can still hear you. Yeah. So maybe that will help. No idea. Yeah. I got nothing on my. It never does that that many times. (laughs) Sometimes it's like a chat. You know, like somebody's chatting with you and there's this new feature on Gmail where people chat with you. And then it does this little bading, bading. Mm, yeah, no, I've, I've, everything's off. So I don't know what that was. And and like I say, it, that's never happened that many times before. I don't even know what that sound is. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take WhatsApp, quit WhatsApp. Maybe it was WhatsApp. Okay okay so my apologies jasmine that's okay i'm gonna put 16 minutes to 18 minutes okay now that we've solved the sounds on our computer we're coming back (laughs) um so yeah we were talking about labels how we identify with labels that's right you know you know you want to hear something that i i was really amazed at how attached I was to a label in 1996 I bought a Volkswagen convertible and I never realized how my identity was attached to the Volkswagen convertible until I had to get rid of the Volkswagen convertible 17 years later And it was like, it was like painful. It was, it was like painful. And in my mind, I knew it was kind of like, what the heck, Jasmine? Like, it's a car, but it was, it was really attached to who I was until Mm -hmm. I finally let it go. And then I got the brand new car with all the nice new thingies. And I was like, Ooh, I love a brand new car, you know, but it goes to that level. It can go to that level. Oh gosh, I know. On my retreats, one of the first questions I get the ladies to answer is tell me, tell your partner, I get them in partners, tell your partner who you are without telling them your name, your age, your marital status, where you live, your job, whether you're a mum or not. And they kind of go, (laughs) but it's true. It is something that we're so not used to doing like even me now I'm like but the thing that's getting clearer and clearer for me right now is that I am love you know and I can be with anything and I can be with anyone you know so that that's pretty cool to know and I wish everybody could see that that's 
who they are at their core, you know? Yeah, who we are versus, you know, like who we actually are versus the narrative that we've been telling ourselves forever yeah. is a huge difference. Yeah. So the people who listen to my podcast, they know that I've, you know, years ago I, I had a job and I, I was there for 10 years and then I eventually quit. And then I said, okay, I got to just recreate myself and just, I can't be on this earth to do this particular work because I was unhappy. I, like basically just didn't like the job and I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. And instead of doing the proper thing, the thing that usually everybody does, which is, okay, before you quit a job, you go find a job. Well, I didn't do that. I just quit. I was like, no, I will, I will not be able to handle the stress of looking for a job, hiding from my current boss, you know? So I just quit. And then I said, okay, I'm going to take time to check out who I am, you know? So people know that, you know, the, the people who are listening know about this about me. But what was interesting, mm -hmm. guys, is that when I introduced myself to Charlie, I, Charlie did the same thing, basically. So can you share a little bit of what you've done? Of course, of course. And, and, I'll, and I'll caveat this by saying I live near the Queen in Norfolk. And so at the moment, there's loads of really very loud planes going up, up, up over above so I apologize in advance um so I was an addiction specialist and uh under the sort of umbrella of psychiatry and I'd been doing this job um following a family tragedy um so I'd got into nursing very young at 21 and um I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved it. But at this time in my life, I was now caring for my disabled father and looking after my then young son on my own without any financial support from his dad. And I was I love this job, but it was very, very, very difficult working in the NHS then, let alone what it's like now. And I was having to fight different systems to get to get money, to get funding, to get another nurse to work with me. So I'm one specialist covering the whole hospital. And Adderbrooks is a huge teaching hospital in Cambridge. So I was teaching the doctors and nurses and going around all the wards. And I just got this sense. I was just like, there's got to be an easier way. <laughs> I am exhausted. I'm burnt out. You know, like I was young. So I'm talking early 30s. <laughs> And one day I started going to the gym and I was doing spinning and doing body pump and I, and I absolutely loved it. And I just thought, I know I could do this. I could just dance around to music. This will be excellent. <laughs> and so literally, <laughs> literally that was the sort of intuitive nudge. And one day I had a particularly bad day at work. I was struggling with, the morning club and after club with my son emotionally myself he was probably fine it was my stuff and one day I just thought I've had enough of this red tape I've had enough of this bureaucracy I've had enough of this these rules 
I'm quitting. I literally walked in to my boss and handed my notice in. I had no idea what I was going to do next. And I knew I had to pay the mortgage. And so everyone, so I was nuts because I had a mortgage. I had a son. But what I did was I embarked on a personal training qualification that was funded. You know, I got a loan from the government and did it that way. And just slowly by slowly, step by step, started a new business, learned how to run a business, taught myself everything I know to the point where 15 years later, I was able to sell my business. Nice. And that was in 2017. Um where I pretty much did the same thing again, but for different reasons. Mm. So now you, you, so that first business, was it personal training? Was it for personal training that you did that or? Personal well, basic, yeah. So basically I had two businesses. One was the personal training part and the other part was a female only boot camp in Cambridge. And I had many different locations and I had staff working for me, but back back, 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 back. If I go back, I started working for Sweaty Betty, which was a shop and I got the sack from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working for a gym called David Lloyd and I got the sack from there. So what I had to do was come up with an idea of how I could keep earning money and take my son with me who I had no childcare, I had no help. Mm. So I thought, I know. And, um, Boot camps weren't a thing in England back then. I thought, I'll set up in the park with my music and see if there are other women out there who want to exercise and don't have any childcare. And it was just like, yeah. I could never have known that getting the sack from those two places would lead me to get the idea to do what I did, which would then 10 years later enable me to sell that business. I would have just, I had and I was scared of teaching <laughs> you know you know that what I do in my business is I basically help you know entrepreneurs or solo entrepreneurs to to set up their business and th the main thing that I get when I meet somebody is basically that well I can't do this because they made up the reason why they couldn't do it and and I'm like the you don't mm. have to know where you're going you have an idea try it out and it doesn't it's going to take a shape the more that you go the more if you listen to your your wisdom and not your thinking you'll well I, I don't want people to think okay you can't listen to your thinking you can listen to your thinking your thinking is there to help you shape things but there's always a a feeling right there is there's this this inner nudge that tells us oh try this out like what would you qualify it like when you had the idea because you were scared you had no idea like what what do you now years back what do you think was there I would have just called it an intuitive nudge like a, a little universal bread crumb, which I can only now articulate given what I know about life. But at the time, I don't think I would have called it that because like you said, I was petrified and trying to scrabble around to make money to pay the mortgage to feed me and Zach. 
it wasn't in alignment with me. I felt like a fraud. But like I say, I was so in my trauma and in my head, uh, in my life, that I couldn't have seen. So, yes, now I can see why life invited me to do that stuff, how it's gotten me to this place, why I then could create a new life again, you know, in 2017, why I was able to listen to that voice of deeper knowing, which most people don't know how to listen to. And firstly, and secondly, if they do listen, they don't know how to trust it. Yeah, that that's so true. Like I've been, it's so funny because first of all, you said the word alignment and I love that word. Um, I didn't always love that word, but I do love that word now because, because I hear more of my inner wisdom now. And just lately, I had the I can trust it insight for myself because I went through there. There's an event that occurred in my life where I was upset with someone and I made up all of this shit about him. And I could hear like I could hear both of them. I could hear the, all of the crap I was making up and mm. I could hear. But that's not him you know it's not true and I was like oh you shut up you shut up you person that's like so level-headed you know I was kind of like but but I didn't listen to it like I, I I said okay let me let me reach out and actually I didn't reach out he reached out and he said okay let's talk about this and we had a conversation and I really saw how I could trust this voice inside of me that says no you don't have to do that no you don't need to believe this no you know like that part that calms me down that I, I can only call it love I and you know it's so funny because for me love is acceptance of what is and what is not you know and I've, I've heard it many a times in my life, but I wouldn't listen to it. Mm. Mm. Well, I used to hear it many times when I was drinking. Mm. And it's only now that I, well, when I came across the principles, but I've been in the, in the principles world since 2017, that I can look back on those moments where wisdom was coming in, trying to take me in a different direction. And because I didn't know it was there, I went and did what I really didn't want to be doing. But I was drunk, so I was doing what I was doing. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting that we go to what we know. Right. Well, I know what to do here and I know what not to do here. It's not true. It's not, that's not that, that's not what I meant to say. Hold on. Like we go to our mind, our head, our, like what we've done in the past, what we've seen. Okay. I know how to behave here. Let me behave this way. Oops. Sorry, Mike. Uh, so like we, we just know how to behave. So we just go back to what we've done in the past when 
when everything actually lies in the unknown, in what we don't know. Yeah, and I think that that. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We barely heard it. <laughs> um, what that to me is the conditioning that so many people live in that habitual way of being that comes from a brain that wants things to say the same and intuition is it is in the unknown often particularly when it comes to life changing can't hear it <laughs> can't okay. hear it at all <laughs> oh gosh okay um and that is a lot of the stuff that I teach. And also I think it comes from trusting yourself, which women who have been conditioned to take care of others and do the right thing and be a good girl, it's lots of that is conditioning as well. So women in particular, I mean, I don't work with men, I only work with women, yeah. really don't trust themselves, don't know how to listen into that voice. I mean, I do genuinely feel very, very blessed that that I just did. And that's what I mean by life invited me to. And now I feel very blessed to be here because I see so many people who have a dream and are so unhappy, but they keep doing the thing. They keep drinking the drink or, eat, you know, eating the food or doing the shopping or like they just keep doing this thing on repeat and then they're like I'm stuck in Groundhog Day and I don't know how to get out and it's like just come over here into the unknown just yeah. take a risk because it will be okay and believe me this side of that bridge is so much easier than than being in the uncomfortable familiar place you know one thing that I've seen lately is that and I in you know I've been in in this conversation for a long time and what I I've observed is that I keep taking layers off of thinking you know so there's Jasmine and then there was a layer that I was on top and like I created myself like that right Right. And now I'm kind of like doing the opposite. Like now I've reached a place where I'm like, okay, wait, actually that's not true. And I'm actually, that's not true. And I'm just kind of like taking layers and layers off and getting more and more to see this girl, mm. you know, this, this light, this person here. And I'm starting to trust that it's okay. I can be who I am because I was this, but then I was like, okay, I can't do that because when I do that, this happens. And I can't say this because that happens. So I like, I, I protected that bubble, but I'm starting to see there's this new thing that showed up actually because of like, you know, like all the layers I've been taking out, this mm. new thing that showed up was I, I think that something's out to get me. You know, like this actually showed up. It's like, oh, wait. So when I'm outside, I'm on my guard because something's out to get me. Mm -hmm. The phone rings and I'm like, I don't know who it is. Someone's out to get me. It's not like I'm not saying, oh my God, I'm freaking out about it. But I can hear it <laughs> in the background a little bit, you know, and I'm like, wait, but that's not my experience of life. 
So I don't know where it comes from, but it's really interesting to see that that's not true. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I was wondering in, because you've worked with so many women, how many women do you think have this kind of thing going on for them? Well, every single woman I meet, mm. every single woman I meet, there isn't one woman that I know either in, you know, because I have a lot of female, well, not a lot, I have a handful of female friends. I can see their insecurity. I wouldn't ever coach them because that's not what I'm there for. I'm their friend. But every single woman that I have in my community that I that I have in my field, and maybe that's because like attracts like, is is there's there's some way where they're trying to keep themselves safe, mm. whether it be through money, academia studying relationships houses cars as you mentioned the vw uh body body shape is a big one hair eyebrows i mean that's a new thing <laughs> yeah or the 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 eye the eyelid things there what are they called I, I eyelashes eyelashes i only have the french word yeah, so the eyelashes, I see these girls, you know, taking the eyelashes off and I'm like, or the hair extensions, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I do think every single human actually, and this isn't just women, there's something where they don't know they're okay and they don't know they're safe and they don't know they're not in control. And we are conditioned to live in a world where something or somebody or some circumstances is responsible for your well-being. Now, do I remember that 100% of the time? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do most of the time. And so that gives me a good grounding when things appear not to be going my way. Which, of course, they, you know, building a new business, selling everything and building a new business, they didn't go my way for a long time because I had expectations and, you know, dreams. And the pandemic came along and actually my yeah. business grew in the pandemic. So okay. my, my experience of the pandemic was very different to everyone else's, but it also stopped my dream of living in Cree and so did Brexit. So there were other things where my dream wasn't being fulfilled, but actually I don't need that to be okay. And who knows what's going to happen? I just don't know. And that's where we can get caught up or trip ourselves up. I think sometimes when we're holding out for I'll be okay when. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think it's, it's good to have a dream, but sometimes just having the dream will bring you to something even better. Mm, so absolutely. Like, if you stick to staying in the moment, you know, you got, that's why the podcast is called dream it there do it right so if you're dreaming of something there's a craving in there you might not know exactly what the word you know what it is you know like i dreamt of having business cards just i had small dreams uh 
Well, I used to dream about that one day, you know, yeah. and, and, and yeah, all the things as running a business that was one step at a time and oh, yeah. I'll be okay when I'll be successful then. And my website's so outdated now, but I don't care about it anymore because it's not about that for me. And, and yeah. so, yeah, the business skills I don't have anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Me too. If anybody goes on my website, I'm sorry. I'm just too busy to create the website. So right now it said it says in construction. <laughs> and it's been in construction for a few months now. So <laughs> that's okay because it's not that that's gonna bring the business. That's not, you know, it doesn't make me better at anything. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just things, aren't they? They're adding on. Yeah, I'll be okay when and this is subtractive psychology so you know if what we're saying it's is true and it is mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um we can be okay and show up without all of the fluff yeah the things that people think they need yeah yeah my dog's got something stuck in her throat. I'm sorry. I thought that. Uh, I, yeah. uh, I don't know what's going on. She's been doing it for a couple minutes now. I'll figure it out. Well, listen, Charlie, I we believe it or not, we've already busted our time. Oh. And yeah. So, but before we leave, I would like to, you know, put a plug for you. Like, is there any events that you're doing right now? Is there anything that people can join let's say they liked your conversation and they're like hey i want to get in touch with charlie what how would they do that um well i'm i'm all over social media and i have a free facebook community that's female only it's called the freedom group okay and i have a podcast myself which is called courage dear heart okay um so yeah they can find me there any any groups going on right now uh well i have a membership i have a female only membership group called the circle group and people can join that at any time so yeah i mean but the best place to start really if they don't know me is the free facebook group because then they can check me out (laughs) they get a taste of you yeah like they can go i don't like her i do like her because i think we all have a particular flavor of client who either you know who are drawn to us and my story is very unique and um like everyone's but you know it will probably be a certain type of woman that's drawn to me fantastic yeah well thank you so much for accepting and for the chat you're so welcome thank you for asking me i hope your little dog's okay yeah she's gonna be fine she's gonna be fine probably hair in there somewhere (laughs) so thank you again and everybody else i'm gonna say dream it dare it do it live the life that you want and i'll see you next week bye